and welcome to episode four of the Sajin Photography Podcast. My name is Jason Teal, and today we're going to talk about one of my favorite cities here in South Korea, and that is none other than Gyeongju. This place is basically the historical center of Korea. It was the former Shila Dynasty capital, and it has been called the Living Museum because pretty much everywhere you go has an amazing artifact from Korea's long history. And especially from a period where there were palaces, there were amazing structures, it's all located in this small city near where I live. It's only about 45 minutes down the road from me. So I pop in there quite a bit, actually, to get those travel shots that I really hope people enjoy. Now, granted, there are a lot of places to cover in Gyeongju, so I'm going to cherry pick the best ones. And how I'm going to do this is basically by giving you the route that I normally take when I do photo walks in Gyeongju or when I have people come in who need me to show them around. So the first place that we're going to go to in this podcast tour of Gyeongju is a place called Derungwon Tomb Park. Now this is a amazing park, but it's it's kind of macabre. It's, it's tombs, basically. It's, it's hills of tombs. And these were the royal family and their, their counterparts here. But what it's really good for is it's one of the few places that has manicured grass, these these lovely hills with dead people inside, I think. And in the summer and especially the spring, it's really striking. So it gets a lot of visitors. And I can't express how busy this gets, especially in the springtime around this one section. Now, the section, I call it the Lone Tree I'm not sure if it actually has a name, but for a long time, it was a sort of secret spot that a lot of the photographers would go to. And secret by means that you would have to like sneak around back and hope that the park security doesn't see you going onto the grass. Now, I think they've basically given up because they've put a huge pathway due to the amount of people who were walking on this area and killing the grass. It's a huge internet sensation. I would say it's big on Instagram. If you follow the Gyeongju hashtag, you'll see lots of the same shot. People standing in front of basically three hills and a tree in the center. When this tree, I think it's a plum tree, when it blooms in the springtime, there will be lineups. And I've gone out there right when the doors open and people have ran to that spot just to get a a picture and it's it's tricky because where you're shooting actually there's another path right behind that tree so at the height of the um, popularity you'll have people crossing back and forth and of course nobody wants strangers in their shots so it does get a little bit tense but that's the first stop and it's a really good one because the grassy hills i've shot it from every angle above with the drone down onto the pathways where you get sort of the leading lines or the S-curves of the path, it's it really doesn't disappoint. Now, when you walk through there, and especially if you come in from the back gate, if you walk through, you'll end up in Chomsam Day Park. This park is not 
I wouldn't say nothing special, but it, it's a wide open space, which is great for some scenic shots, but you don't have to waste a lot of time here. And I think that if you're coming in here, you can shoot the Chumsum Day Observatory, which is significant. It is Asia's oldest or one of the oldest astrological observatories still in existence. And it is great, but it's not something that you really want to base your trip around unless you're into that sort of thing. The surrounding area is wonderful with the flowers and the lily ponds at times, but it's not groundbreaking, I, I would say. So that's just my personal opinion, but it's on the way to two significant spots. Those would be Walji Pond or the Waljung Bridge. Now this is where you have to make a choice because both of these sites are amazing at blue hour. And if you know photography, then you know that blue hour lasts for about 30 seconds less than what you expect it to. <laughs> so you have to make a choice. Now what I would normally do is I would come here on separate days because especially with Walchi Pond, you want to get there early because it gets hordes of people. This wasn't always the case, but as I'll get to later, Gyeongju is sort of picking up on the travel radar. So places like this get hammered around sunset, blue hour. So if you're coming, I would say make the choice. Both are equally good, but I would say for popularity, usually it's Walchi Pond that is the number one, and then Waljung Bridge, which is the newer of the, the two is also a, a viable second place and you can actually go there later it's not too bad but what you're looking at here is you can walk from Chongsan Day to either location what I've done in the past is I've got to the Waljung Bridge first and photographed it just before blue hour so just as the uh, the sun is dropping down and then walked around the corner to the pond these locations are of historical importance, but also they're just beautiful. The bridge, it's, it's unbelievably beautiful at night. They light it up. It's a straight covered bridge. And I'll link to some photos below. Walji Pond does have a special place in my heart because that was the shot that made it into the National Geographic book, Dawn to Dark Photographs, which was my first double-paged published piece with National Geographic and I'll never forget that night because I never really intended to photograph what was then called Anapchi Pond. I just stumbled in there because I got locked out of Bulguksa Temple and I just I wound up there there was a performance going on so everybody was sort of watching the traditional concert and I decided to walk around the pond just as it was getting into the blue hour I took a few photos. I believe actually they were HDR. So I, I really made the, the blue hour pop. And I thought, you know, these are good shots. I, I liked what I got. And so I put them on Nat Geo Your Shots. And a little while later, maybe a year later, I got an email from an editor saying that they wanted to include them in the book. I sort of assumed that they would put them in the back of the book, you know, a tiny square amateur photographer and I was blown away when I finally got the book and it was I think page three double page spread 
in between two actual National Geographic photographers. And there was my photo there from Gyeongju. So that place always has a special spot in my heart because that was the, the time that I really got published. And it was a significant turning point for what I thought would be my career in professional photography. And if you know me, then you know that after that, you know, aside from a few handshakes and some pats on the back, nothing really happened. So at any rate, it's great. It's a bragging point. It's, it's a mark on the portfolio, but it is a wonderful area. Another area that you can check out is the trendy Hongnidonggil area. This is located right next door to Daerangwon Tomb Park, and it is arguably one of the trendiest areas in Gyeongju. It's full of traditional buildings, and you can actually wear the traditional hanbok clothing there, which a lot of young kids do. The cafes are second to none, and they also carry a quite a high price tag in my opinion, but so many people go there on the weekends to wander around the alleyways and try and find those hidden cafes which are so good on Instagram. And trust me, if you look at the hashtag Gyeongju, a lot of the pictures come from this area. And it's hard to blame them because a lot of the cafes are so beautiful and they're tucked in these hidden alleyways. It's like trying to find a hidden treasure. I personally like just wandering around the back streets and just seeing what I can find because honestly, every time I go there, there's something new popping up and there's always going to be something unusual to eat if you've got the money. The other day I saw a $9 ice cream cone with gold over top of it. Absolutely insane, but it's what drives the people there. The coffee is also quite good. There are a ton of great roasters and coffee places tucked into these traditional Hanok buildings. It's just amazing coffee. This makes a perfect end to the day or even a perfect start to the day of photography depending on what time you're beginning. Overall, it's a must-see if you're coming to Gyeongju. Now moving on, there are some other areas in Gyeongju that are of significant importance. I mentioned before Bulguksa. It is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. It's a beautiful Buddhist temple, and it's, it's, it's a huge tourist site, but it's beautiful just to walk around pretty much any time of the year. My favorite is around Buddha's birthday, which is usually about the beginning of May. They hold a special performance there, or at least they did in 2019, and it's one of the few times that they actually open it up at night. So you can actually wander around the grounds when it's dark and it's just beautiful, lit up by lanterns. It's a once in a lifetime thing to see. Other areas, Bomun Lake and Bomunji Pond, which is right next to it, are amazing during the cherry blossom season, but it just gets bonkers with people. And I would not recommend going in the evening time if you're driving a car because you will not find parking and you'll probably not get out until everybody decides to leave and then it'll be a slow crawl. With that being said, I'm going to wrap up this episode and just want to point out the fact that if you are in the country and you're needing some advice, shoot me an email. As always, I'll put my email in the show notes below. 
the bottom line here is, is that Gyeongju should not be passed up. I know that a lot of people head down to Busan, which is uh, another great city and what we're going to cover next week. But Gyeongju should be on your travel list for sure. It's simply too good to pass up. And with that being said, I thank you for listening this far. And I hope to have you again next week. Take care, see you, and so long. <laughs>